forward. And yeah, this will only go, I mean, ladies, you know, any questions you ask, and also it's only going to go to people who signed up, right? So, um, and any questions you ask, just know that other people have the same questions, most likely, like you're not alone. I mean, you're special, all of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it you're is not so different pain. that someone else can't relate, right? So sometimes we feel like, oh my God, I'm the only one who's dealing with, I'm I'm stupid if I ask this question or I'm the only one dealing with this. Not at all. Right. Well, no, no, no. This, no. this, this conversation tonight is, is going to be, I mean, there's parts of it that are for women only, but there's parts of it that's going to be everybody. Everybody deals with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, and at any age too. So it's right. Really, um, yeah. So anything you have, you want to ask it, get, uh, ask a question, share some information, you know, don't be afraid to do that at all. There's no judgment. There's, you know, we're all, we are, um, yeah. So get, get a notepad or, or save your questions for later. What we're going to do first. Um, let me go ahead and introduce Diana. Um, um, let's first of all, just take a moment to just take a breath and breathe and allow yourself to be present in this moment. Just allow yourself to come in and be with yourself for a moment. Just a couple breaths. And release any, any harsh energies, just kind of shake them off so you can be here and with joy in your heart. And a meditation of my mouth and my meditation of my heart be always acceptable. So I just wanted to introduce, let me, let me start with introducing myself just a little bit for the people that don't know who I am. Uh, my name is Jen Brown. I go by Zen Jen in the yoga community. Um, and I found this amazing path in search of my own healing. Uh, I've just, I've never looked back. It was the most amazing thing um, that I've come across. And I'm going to be 58 in a couple weeks. And uh, I really believe this is quite an amazing path. And that's why I want to share it. Um, I offer various things via Zoom, online, classes, online, um, Zen sessions, which means relaxation sessions, guided meditations, yoga nidra, um, chakra clearing, different, different forms of things like that, which are really cool. It's amazing that the intimate space that can be accomplished via Zoom, I would never have guessed it, but it is incredible, the sacred space that, that uh, we seem to have. There's also the women's yoga 50 plus, which is a gentle yoga um, for women only. And um, let me introduce Diana now. Diana, thanks first of all for coming and for being, uh, for being my first interviewee. Let me oh. uh, put everybody on mute just to make sure that, there we go. I think everybody is on mute, yeah. Um, Diana is a wellness coach for women 45 and over who are transitioning through menopause and beyond. She communicates how to better balance your body for vibrant energy, health, and weight loss. She offers trainings on hormone balance, eating right during this phase of life, stress reduction, decreasing symptoms, healthy recipes, tips, and motivation, mindset mastery, spirituality, and personal growth to help you live your best life now and in the future. Diana says, life is an adventure. Start living it. 
So that that struck me. Life is an adventure to start living it. What does that mean to you? Why did you use that in your, um, what, what, what does that mean to you? Yeah, that's, it's and another saying I have is, this is your life, start living it. Because I think we just, um, life is meant to be lived. And so many people don't really live their life or they wait to live their life, right? Like mm. when we were raised, all of us at our ages, it was so much about you work, 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 then you retire and then you get to do the things, right? Mm. You work your whole life to do so that when you retire, you do things that are fun and joyful and, <laughs> you know, uh, and when I was young, I remember thinking that's stupid. Like I was always against the norm and I'm like, no, I'm living now. Well, I'm going to live my life now. Um, and as you age, especially as we age, boy, do we ever see that? You know, do when you relatives, relatives and people start to pass away before they've actually, you know, they may have like this big retirement and they're all like, I remember I had a cousin who died um, a couple of years ago and he was my age and he was saving, they had a, an amazing retirement plan right? But, oh my God, now he's, you know, he died two years ago in his fifties. So that's what I was kind of like, we need to realize that life is now it's happening now. And, and if we live that life is an adventure, then life can be kind of more that way every day. So it's not like you can always afford to take a big trip, right? But if you're doing things throughout your life, throughout the day, throughout the week that are kind of adventurous or kind of fun, you know, that you're experiencing really cool things, then you're living in the adventure every day. You're not waiting to live some sort of adventure, right? You know, um, one of the books I've been reading lately is um, written by an Australian nurse that accompanied the dying, uh, Bronnie Ware. And she wrote a book, the top, it's about the top five regrets of the dying. And number one, is not is not living a life true to yourself uh, mm -hmm. by doing what maybe what others expect you to do or something yeah, like that. But I, I just amazed that that's like number one up there. And yeah, on that note about the people waiting, um, I used to be a realtor, as you know, um, and I used to uh, sell real estate in this really. Uh, it was a vacation home area. It was boating community and it was people's second, third, fourth, seventh home. People, these were their, not their main residences, most of them. And what, what struck me and what I learned was that people wait too long, too late to retire. Because what happened was they would come there and they would buy their lake house that they wanted all their life. They'd use their life savings on it, which is usually about $100,000. Um, and within two years, yeah. one of the person would die and I would be selling that house again because the, the, the spouse would go back and live with the family yes. up north or something like that. Well, that's what you mean by that then. Yeah, it's living in that. the adventure, finding a way to experience life now, every day, every week, living in the right. adventure. And that life is an adventure. You know, you go through so many things, right? Like it's not only celebrating the good times, it's that life is ups and downs and we're, you know, we're always learning and there's bad and good and that's the adventure. Well, I thought 
you know, when, when I asked you if you wanted to come on and do this interview, I figure because I did an interview not too long ago and I had my idea of what I wanted to say and share. So I figured I would let you come on and say what you wanted to say and share. So is there anything that just wants to roll out of your mouth or do you want me to ask you some questions right away? Um, well, I'm just going to say a couple of things. And then what I wouldn't mind is um, hearing, like just asking the people, I see Stephanie, hi, Stephanie, uh, people, some questions, like what they kind of would like to learn about or hear about or know more about or get information about. That's how I kind of work best. Um, does anybody follow human design? I know Stephanie's looked into it. No, mm. it's really cool. Anyways, human design. It's just I'm a, I found out more about it and I'm a <clears throat> generator, which most people are. But <clears throat> my way of working best is wait to respond. So if people are asking me questions and want info, I love sharing. But for me mm -hmm. to just come and go. Otherwise, I feel like I'm talking at you, right? And then I'm thinking they don't want to know this. So, anyways, that's just something interesting. Let's see if we is there a chat where does anybody have any questions yet? I do have one question from the audience, but where is the there's a chat? Yeah, I don't see any questions yet. Okay. Well, that's I'll okay. tell you what, we, we can had ask them. They can also put up their hand. But what um, what I want to say that's really really important is. <clears throat> And some of you guys know already <laughs> that sometimes women come to me for the weight loss aspect of it, because in the midlife, that is what happens is we tend to gain belly fat and what used to work doesn't work anymore. And the way I work is with the body, mind and soul, because it's about bringing your body, your mind to <laughs> soul, all that into better balance. And without working on the whole you it probably won't last, right? Like you can go on a fad diet, lose a few pounds, you know, maybe have more energy, but then those two weeks, three weeks, four weeks are over. And then you're just back to the old, the old stuff because you haven't really changed, grown and learned and integrated practices and things like that into your life. So that's just something that I get a lot is people looking for the thing to eat, the thing not to eat, what supplements but that's just a small aspect of it uh and because if you're my you know like if you're super stressed out you're not going to lose the weight you're not going to bring your body back into better balance if you're in this super stressed state as jen knows it causes disease within your body and so therefore it's not only that you won't lose the weight there will probably be other areas of your body that are breaking down because you're not decreasing the stress in your life yeah so it says uh i'm interested in nutritional specific advice for menopause nutritional specific advice now now brooke is not um not on facebook to join your group oh i see she's youtube <laughs> i put all YouTube. my Facebook videos up on youtube yeah okay i have okay, over is brooke here which one is brooke yes there you are <laughs> i'm looking at your little square uh, that's so excellent, Brooke. So, Brooke, I um, I also do one-on-one -on -one without Facebook, that's for sure. But you can, do, you can just do one session. Um, but I have over 800 videos. So that's where I started, was on YouTube in 2010 or 2011. And then now I've been putting up most of my Facebook Lives onto YouTube. And I'm going to want to do more on YouTube because, you know, Facebook is getting a little <laughs> crazy and um, not showing things and stuff. 
but nutritional specific dot it can't be answered real quick but here's a here's a shorter one and if you go to my youtube too oh my god you will find lots of videos on that but um what we focus on what i think women focus on is either counting calories counting macros or all of those things instead of looking at what nutrients does my body need during this phase which we it's like when we go through um well if anybody had pregnancy they always get you to take pregnancy vitamins and what do you eat make sure you eat healthy and all this stuff menopause is also a time of great hormonal change and fluctuation and we need again way more healthy foods so minerals are a huge thing Whereas a lot of women in midlife go, I need to lose weight. I'm going to focus on, I need lots of protein and less carbs. But the thing is, is that, <laughs> Stephanie's, <laughs> what type of carbs are you eating and what type of calories are you counting, right? Like sugar's a carb, broccoli's a carb, potatoes are a carb. They're all so different and they act so different within your body. Starchy carbohydrates in midlife um, are actually seen as more like a sugar. So your body metabolizes starchy carbohydrates differently. So they tend to go to fat, not for energy during this phase of life. So you want to greatly decrease the starch, starches and eat way more of foods like broccoli, asparagus, you know, all the, the really good vegetables and greens, like um, all the different types of greens, the greens you can cook, kale, collards, Swiss chard, or have raw, right? As well as the ones you can have raw. Um, so you want a lot more minerals because your glands that produce the hormones require a lot of minerals, also require good fats. So when you go low fat, that is not good. Your brain and your glands actually need really good fats. The good fats, not the bad fats. <laughs> and then... Um, Good fiber, which is in raw vegetables and vegetables, right? So a lot of fiber. Uh, what's another thing? Oh, and then fruit. Fruit on their own tends to go right to, to fat too. It tends to be broken down into a simple sugar. So eating fruit on your own in midlife, having a lot of starchier carbs is where, and simple carbs like rice cakes, crackers, cookies, all of those, of course, will just go right to fat. Like they tend, and so women tend to may eat some of those things more. And what happens is then they can end up in insulin resistance because they're at a phase of life where their body's seeing that item like bread, even gluten-free bread, pastas as sugar. So to your body, you're taking in huge amounts of sugar where you may go, no, but I don't, I eat gluten-free bread. I have, you know, let's say a piece of bread with peanut butter to your body it's like you know when you're in that phase so it's it's like um really good healthy foods <laughs> eat way 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 more of the really good healthy stuff and less so it's it's quite common but it's just that some people think oh oatmeal is great and healthy bananas are healthy they are healthy but they're gonna just convert right to sugar to fat so they actually cause and it's not only the weight gain it's when you have insulin resistance I mean, it causes health problems too, right? So yeah, you just want to really watch out the sugar wine, you know, lots of wine, uh, lots of alcohol, the sugars and all of those things. It's like your body and midlife is super sensitive. 
So when you're going through the change, and if you haven't balanced your body and you're so you're still in menopause and you have the belly fat and you still have you're tired and fatigued, then when you continue to eat some of those things, um, it's like your body is multiplying it by five, you know. Before in your well, 20s and 30s, you could eat a banana and have no problem. And like now you eat it and it's like, um, you know, if you have the unbalanced body right now, you know, I could eat a banana, probably Jen could eat a banana and not go, you know, not put on fat because we brought our body into better balance. So once you bring your body, once you bring your body into better balance and you have no insulin resistance and you're meta, so there's also something called metabolic syndrome that you could end up with and thyroid problems, right? So once you've kind of really cleaned out things, got really healthy and been consistent for a while, your body that way is pretty balanced. Then you can begin to slowly start eating those foods again. So I can eat, you know, I can eat rice again. I can eat potatoes. I can eat lots of that kind of stuff. Um, I just don't eat it all the time. One of the interesting things that I thought that you told me was that, um, so people stop eating so many certain things, but they don't incorporate the vegetables for the, to, to feed the cells. And, and this is really important about uh, feeding those cells. Uh, and I learned the, to, how to eat through Diana's courses personally myself. Um, I have a thyroid issue. I have an autoimmune disease and the insulin resistance. Um, I think I had it all, <laughs> uh, all of the issues, but uh, it, it really works because all the blood work is improved, which, which, which totally amazes me, totally amazes me. Uh, Kimberly has a question. Uh, she's interested in hearing more about the effects of cortisol. Sure, cortisol. So cortisol is uh, a hormone that is it's totally fine. You know, cortisol and adrenaline, they give us energy. So <laughs> they're good. <laughs> They're good, but all hormones, it's like a domino. If you think of your hormones are like dominoes. So if one's out, it starts to go like that. And that's why what Jen said is when you begin to work with your eating, your decrease in your stress, which is cortisol and stuff and get rid of the antibiotics and all the crap hormones that are in conventional meats. Right. Um, so you get rid of those and then it starts to bring it back. And then like your cholesterol, all of the, everything, Thing that the doctor's going to test you for should get better. You don't have to pay attention to, oh, right, I have to do this for that, right? What should I do for this, right? I'll get that specific. It's like when you work on the body, mind, soul, the food, all of that, and then everything should change. Um, but cortisol, yeah, when you are in the midlife phase, when you're going through the hormone fluctuations, which we always do, but when you're going through it, your body is put under more stress. So cortisol is released when your body's in some sort of stress. And that's exercise, you know, so exercise can be really good for us. So it's not like, you know, we can get, we can't get rid of stress, period. But um, your adrenal glands are what produce the cortisol. And when your ovaries are producing less estrogen, your adrenal glands are supposed to pick up some of the work. So like they get a second job. <laughs> and if they're tired from you being stressed out all the time, because they're overworking, because you're stressed all the time, then it's like I said, it's like a sec, you know, if you're working in an office and your boss comes in and dumps you, dumps on a full-time job on you, you're like, what? 
I can't do two jobs, but you try for a while to do jobs, pretty soon you burn out. So then pretty soon your adrenal glands go, I cannot do this much. It's too much for me. So then they just kind of bonk out and um, yeah, because they produce too much cortisol. So what happens is they can't do it anymore. And you just, your energy levels go plummet. Is this where we keep doing though? And it turns into, um, you know, because we're not good at stopping even when we're at that point. Yeah, it causes, so of course, then there's complete dis-ease within your body. Adrenal glands affect cortisol level. I mean, insulin levels too. So you could end up with bad insulin problems, which lead to diabetes. You could end up with thyroid problems. Very, 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 very common for women in midlife to have undiagnosed thyroid problems. Mm. So the cortisol, when your cortisol is really high, melatonin is very low. I'm not sure how you sleep, right? <laughs> you need melatonin. Um, and you can, when your cortisol starts to become high, you feel so much energy and you feel like you can take on the world and you're feeling, oh my God, I can do everything. I don't even need to sleep, right? Um, so you could do that for a while. And then pretty soon you'll notice you start to get more tired and you can have coffee and it doesn't wake you up anymore. And you're like, oh my God, like, this is not real. And you can be, you'll be super tired in the morning and more awake at night. And then you get worse and worse. And pretty soon your digestion gets bad. You have to pee a lot. Um, you know, dark circle. I have a thyroid and iron issue. So I get dark circles, but um, all these things start to happen to you. Like you you, you notice um, and cortisol can cause inflammation within your body. So stress causes inflammation with your body, more aches and pains, um, all of those things. So sorry, Kimberly, what exactly about cortisol did you want to know? <laughs> the effects, the effects of cortisol. That was a long one. It was probably one or so sorry. No, that was good. That was good. <laughs> yeah, Thank when you, you don't, um, when you don't correct it, like when you don't take care to do stuff for you, you, it, it does not get better. It does not get better. Um, if you're in adrenal fatigue and a regular doctor cannot diagnose you, it would be, you don't really, I mean, you can, you can look up adrenal fatigue symptoms and pretty much know if you're under adrenal fatigue, right? Um, there is a test you can look on YouTube and it's about your pupils dilating or not. Natural paths do that. So you can do it yourself to check if you're in adrenal fatigue, but also you'll know if you have those symptoms. Doesn't matter if you are or not. If you think you are, you're in trouble already, right? <laughs> because you're on your way. So you want to take, um, when, you're, when you're really high stress, you want it for sure. So again, what's happening is your body's under stress. What does it need? More nutrients also to support it. It's like when you drive a car hard, right? You have to take better care of it. Uh, when you use something a lot, a lot, a lot, it needs to be fixed more often. It needs to be maintained more often. So that's kind of the same way with our body. And if you're stressed a lot, then your exercise should not. It should be yoga, walks, hikes, relaxation. You should not do major exercise if you're a stressed out person. Not at all. It it's all the around. balance. Because it adds stress. So exercise is just your body. When you, your adrenal glands are healthy and you're feeling good. So if you exercise and you feel exhausted after, then that's when you should not, it's, it's a problem. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? 
I'm not talking. Yeah, the the body, the body, the body will eventually talk back. So to me, the sooner we can decide to make peace with it and be friends with it, <laughs> the 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 better. Um, and not only because, you know, that stress will darn near kill you. Yes, it can, and it lowers your immune system. So what the really, really important to know right now in this, you know, the last few years for sure <laughs> is that stress, fear, worry, all of that lowers your immune system. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it, again, causes more dis-ease within the body and then causes problems with all the organs. You know, we used to think about it as the heart, right? You know, have people having a heart attack and all that. So, um, but now we know that there's so many other areas. Your body won't detoxify properly. It won't um, digest food properly. It will, it blunts hormone production. So that means you won't come into better balance. It's impossible. You can't because your body's putting all its effort into the stress. It's just trying to deal with your stress. It has no time for it's like when you go and have a baby right your body's seriously just focused on delivering that baby <laughs> mm -hmm. uh one more question is michelle says how would you start when you have insulin resistance sure how do you start the best thing to do is um yeah you need to give up all sugars for sure and that's including fruit i would give up fruit I would give up. I, I've had that insulin resistance and um, I, I don't do too much fruit. I do have a little bit of fruit in my morning smoothie. Yes, I was going to say that. So for somebody, yes. what I usually start with is, and you'll get recipes because that's what I'm going to give you guys is uh, how to start your day the healthy way. Is, um, yeah, like the best blueberries. So that would be the best berry but when you eat something like blueberries having it in a smoothie where you combine maybe chia gel and some you know maybe if you use a protein powder or some green powder blends that have a lot of minerals a lot of essential fatty acids and some really good proteins right then you're it's like you're getting a balance right so then you're, it doesn't spike your blood sugar level but that's the thing and then you give up I would give up or greatly decrease all the whites and all the flours and all the rices and all the all of those types of things, the breads and the yeah, and you know, eat the high fiber, really good, healthy, nutritious vegetables and greens and you know, lentils and beans, and that does cause weight gain in this phase of life. But if you are vegan or if somebody doesn't eat meat and you are just starting this journey, then it's okay. I'd first focus on your health, right? Like focus on balancing on your health, getting rid of the insulin resistance, decreasing stress in your life, like doing all that. And then, because um, it is hard for vegans at this phase of life because, um, right? How do you get full? How do you get substantial? Um, how do you get enough food? But I help with that in my programs. It's just hard to explain it all here. Uh, so that's what I would work on first, definitely, if you have it. And that instant, most people who have, you know, good amount of belly fat they can't lose are dealing with something like that. And it just takes consistency um, of doing that. And then alcohol, of course, which is a big thing. Um, just being really consistent with that. Um, yeah, with the way you eat, having the lemon water in the morning, you guys are going to get handouts on that. 
um, on how I suggest starting your day the healthy way with the with the types of foods and the recipes and things like that. That makes a huge difference. And I'd say having like, yeah, one to two green smoothies, juices, berry smoothies a day, plus a really one really large salad and more vegetables, like just. It's actually hard to fit all the food in. Yeah, just start in a healthy way. Like just think I'm going to choose to really nourish and feed my body really healthy. Lots and lots of really healthy foods. A couple important things to note here. Diana is not talking about any of these bad things that are going on where um, where they sell products and right. and put that forth as a coach. Um, these are foods that you will buy on your own and it's just whole foods is all she's talking about. So that's important. And then you mentioned this chia gel. I think that's really important too. Can you explain that chia gel and why it's important? Yeah, like things like chia or green powder like uh, moringa or chlorella, spirulina, um, alfalfa, barley grass. Those are some things that are, are very, very high in minerals and proteins and essential fatty acids and really highly high alkaline, right? High alkaline. Um, and chia is one that um, was used by the Mayans and Aztec. It is used to be used for their running food. It gives you energy, sustained energy, and um, helps to keep you hydrated as long as you hydrate it with water or a liquid. So chia should never be eaten dry. It'll absorb 12 times its amount <clears throat> of liquid. <clears throat> so like when I make chia gel, I do one tablespoon of chia, six tablespoons of water. That's just rough, right? And yeah, so a lot of things I see out there are like just drizzle, put chia seeds on this or on that. Oh my God, they're like, well, their heart is rock for one. <laughs> they'll go into your system and they'll completely dehydrate your intestines or wherever, right? It's really not good for you. Very, very bad. So you got to always have it mixed with water or almond milk or some sort of oat milk, something like that. Keep it really hydrated. So put them in, yeah, put them into your body hydrated so it yes. doesn't take your, yes. your, your uh, and even yeah. that's why I make it into a gel, then put it in the smoothies. So chia is a complete protein. It has calcium and other minerals. It's very high in fiber. So if somebody has like deals with constipation, then I would make my chia gel a little thinner and you can just have tablespoons throughout the day. But make sure you're drinking water, right? Always make sure you're drinking water. So anybody who has sluggish digestion or constipation, you know, make sure you're drinking good, clean water. Two smoothies a day with some super, those super powders help with that too. And the chia and um, yeah you'll notice a big, and make extra magnesium, and you'll notice a, a good difference. So I have one more question uh, from Lydia. She says, this has been about three years since she went into menopause. She's 5'8", about 145 pounds. She exercises regularly. It is in overall good health. She feels great. She's pretty comfortable with herself except for her thighs look really bad because of extreme cellulite. Um, she says no matter what she does and how she, whatever exercises she does, that she doesn't seem to be able to get rid of it. Her mom and grandmother always had the same, also had the same issue. 
Uh, is this genetic, hormonal, overweight, or lack of toning? Is there anything that we can discuss about that? Yeah, I don't know much about that. That's a really tricky one. Um, yeah, that one I probably couldn't help with. So sorry. That, yeah. Yeah, that's a really tricky one. I mean, definitely some genetics going on there for sure. If you parent, if you're, um, if it tends to run in the family, anybody else have any, maybe someone else on here has dealt with that and found a good, you know, there's, I know there's sculpting clinics and like, there's, I don't know what you even call them, <laughs> who, who deals with that body, um, removing cellulite and stuff like that. I know there's sculpting and those I've never tried. I don't have to do those types of places. So I have myself have not tried them. But uh, I know they do exist out there where you can get treatments for things like that. Mm. But I know they're expensive too. But. Yeah, I would only. It's also, I don't know. Yeah, it's also it's when you when there's something that that's like me think. What am I? You know, like I always said I'd never get Botox, and now I'm like, well, I'm thinking about that. You know, like. <laughs> And I'm all natural. So sometimes you do, you got to do and pay for something. If it's an area of your body that you're like, I just, I don't want to live like this. Right. So don't be ashamed or embarrassed to do something like that you find can find that will help you. I say, go for it as women. I don't like the shaming of women for doing different things. I think everybody has, um, what's really important to them. Uh, and online, I just think there's just so much shaming going on right now about, you know, oh, I use filters yeah. on my Facebook. I'm not using a filter today. You can't, this is me. Like, I just do what feels good for me, but do it from a loving place, loving yourself, right? As long mm -hmm. as you love yourself and you're taking good care of yourself. So um, make sure that, you know, all I can say is like toxins are stored in fat and you know, that we need to also flush out the toxins from our body. And there's toxins in our environment and there's toxins in things in our home and in our cleaning products and in our body products. So and really in our watch brain. What, yeah. Really watch what you put on your body too. And what you're taking in as toxins and maybe look into some cleanses, but that's, I don't think that's the answer, but that's definitely, you know, going to help your body period. Yeah, maybe some stretching, toning ties and yoga type stuff as a, a incorporating that. I don't, this is not my field though. I don't know anything really about that. Also, um, um, I don't know about lymph massages. Kimberly, do you know anything about that lymph massages and if that could help? I know about it, but it doesn't get rid of cellulite. Okay. Mm. Not something that would help. Okay. No, just fluid. Mm. And then the fluid, you know, comes back. You just make more fluid. So it's separate from cellulite. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, there's one more question up there. And then I want to ask you a couple questions. Michelle yeah. says, how much water should a person have to maintain good health? It's totally controversial. <laughs> you will Isn't hear. It? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some some now are saying you don't need we over drink water, you don't need much water. Um, and if you drink too much water, you can tax your kidneys, which is true. Boy, is that a hard one? Because um, you can find evidence for anything, right? You know, some some say like, so your body weight, half your body weight in ounces. But for some people, if you're short and very heavy, that may be way too much water for you, right? Like, 
it's so hard to know. Uh, and you also want to watch at night. So, cause you, you'll be out peeing all day, but, um, and also there's these little rules of if you drink too much water close to when you eat, you're diluting your digestive enzymes. So then you'll probably feel more bloated and not as good and your food won't digest as properly because as we age, our digestive enzymes decrease. So you can actually take digestive enzymes and make sure you're taking a good probiotic, everybody, at least 50 billion. But uh, so, yeah, you could kind of go half your body weight in ounces, you know, so whatever you weigh, divide it in two and then try to drink that many ounces. But I would start with less, like I would start with less and see how you feel. So you can also measure in mason jars or some sort of a container, you know, start two quarts and see how you do. How fast do I drink those two quarts in a day or do I get through them? You know, measure at first how much you are having. So you have the awareness of like, oh, my God, I'm drinking so little. So you kind of have an awareness of where you are with what you're drinking. Sometimes people think they drink more than they do or often way less, right? And uh, you don't include coffee. I don't include tea. I don't include my smoothies if I'm thinking about water myself. That's just me personally. Yeah. And I drink, um, don't drink cold, cold water. It's not as good for you your body doesn't like it as much but of course if it's a 90 degrees day in florida or wherever <laughs> you're gonna have some cold water but yeah it can be a little bit overwhelming so yes. uh one step at a time i'm still an ice cube woman over here <laughs> yeah. it's one step at a time um yes let's change the um the focus a little bit because you mentioned balance but everything has to be in balance. Um, so when you say balance, we're talking mind. What are we talking? What are we talking when you say balance? I just see one more question. So I'm just going to answer that, but balance. Yes. Okay. That's good. Um, just oh, <laughs> I was adding wine to white wine to my risotto while you were speaking on alcohol, sugars, and no starches. Yeah. This starts tomorrow. <laughs> yes, that would, that's, yeah, that's, a, it's not a good thing. <laughs> too, you know, um, I kind of let myself do a little bit on the weekends because oh, sure. yeah. to keep the balance in our own brains, because otherwise we're going to be like, you know, this sucks totally, you know? Uh, uh, so it's a slow incorporation, I think, into your life on, on all aspects. Um, yeah, yeah. Except if you, so if somebody is dealing with insulin resistance, metabolic disorder, let's say, and they're really close to diabetes, I say, make a change. You, you gotta have, you gotta make it happen right now, huh? Yeah, I would say, and even just for two weeks, you guys know who are in my, who are in my program, two weeks, 21 days, how huge, you don't have those cravings anymore. You're like, oh my God, like I got rid of those things and it was quite easy. So yeah, if you're close to that, um, <clears throat> if you're like, you know what, I need to make, start making, I would say two weeks, super clean, then, then do every once in a while. Yeah. You don't like, yeah. it's amazing how fast your body yeah, unless you know, too, you don't you you end up not even wanting some of these things anymore after a while, though, too. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. So your body um, changes quite fast, but it won't change quite fast if you're all over the place. Uh, 
Mm. The most important thing is consistency. So Jen, when you were in my programs, you were super consistent for five days. Yeah, I am very clean for five days. Yeah. So and then I going like, oh, I was clean for five days. Then I ate crap, and then I was okay for three days. Then I ate crap for four days, and then I got back and I ate good for two weeks. And then all of a sudden, you know, like that is just like back and forth. Yeah. No. 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 I still do cleaner um during the week than I do the weekends. But what I notice as I go along here is that I'm not my splurges are nowhere near anything what they used to be. Now, actually. Uh, instead of the cupcake that I used to crave on the weekends, and I still reward myself with foods a little bit. Uh, so of course, I let myself have it on the weekend because I did good during the week. But now I can actually get away with having the chocolate shake, which is, I mean, smoothie type thing. And that satisfies that and so now I'm able to get a little more, you know, it's a process. It's a process. What I want to get is um, yeah. what what made you or what what happened in your life to have you decide to go into this field to try to help women as you do? Well, I've been a personal trainer and I'm also a yoga instructor. Personal trainer came from, I grew up skinny and shaped like a boy. I didn't want to have that figure. I always thought to be a female, you had to be really curvy. Uh, so anyways that's why I got into weight training is to shape my body shape and tone my body and um, get some sort of a shape and then so that I just had the I just always wanted to to live healthy I thought that I want to experience life I have so much to do in life I want to enjoy it and that requires me to be healthy so freedom equals health and ha you have to have health to have freedom so there was no way I was not going to have my freedom, right? Mm -hmm. So healthy means freedom to me, like freedom equals health. Like I, so it's really great if you guys could connect, fuse <laughs> something together. So here's what is so crazy. Some people see healthy eating as bad, depriving, boring, horrible, really hard, right? So to them, it's like healthy eating equals all these negative things. To me, I saw healthy eating as, as connecting to too, so many things, wonderful things. So I associated it. That's the word. If you can associate it with tons of really good things, you're going to do it, right? You're going to do it. If you associate it with the bad things, you won't do it. Same with exercise, exercise, oh, it's draining, I sweat, I hate changing, I hate going to the gym, I don't like it, right? If you have all those thoughts, <laughs> you're not going to do it, you're not going to do it. So for me, exercise meant, oh, I'm going to finally have a, a butt, I want, a, I want a nice butt, I want nice legs, right? That was what I was looking for. I wasn't thinking about I'd have to spend hours in the gym. But anyway, so and then my health, um, since my 20s, I had really bad digestive problems because I was eating meat and pasta, which I can't. Uh, so I was eating the wrong types of foods, which I didn't even realize, right? Uh, my body doesn't process meat and it doesn't um, like pasta, like wheat or gluten, right? So I just didn't know what that was when we were in the 70s, right? 70s and 80s. Um, so I just had these, these things that I didn't feel good. And that led me um, to look at feeling better. And then when I started going through the midlife change, 
I was a personal trainer and yoga instructor. And my body literally began to fall apart. I was in extreme adrenal fatigue. I couldn't even work out with my clients. I'd get to work to the gym. We'd had a one-on-one training studio. So I worked with one-on-one and I'd be so exhausted and so sore. Like every muscle in my body was aching and extremely sore. Um, I was so tired. I'd have to have big coffees and they didn't even keep me awake. And that I found out it was adrenal fatigue and I found out I was in perimenopause and (laughs) my whole life kind of fell apart. (laughs) It was just like, and then I just said, I'm going to do whatever it takes to be healthy. Yeah. Um, And to feel good. uh, And uh, then, and then I had to teach it. Yeah. I'm like, I got to show women what you can do. This is because I lost weight in perimenopause. I lost a lot of weight. So I had was gaining it and I felt terrible and I started changing what I eat and I decreased the stress and I stopped working out like a maniac. And yeah, I just was able to bring my body. I, I mean, I studied a lot. You guys. I studied and I learned and I did everything. I, it was my life. It was my life. Yeah. But I knew I would do this for a living. So that's what it was. Uh-huh. So that was a traumatic episode you went through. And this is just something that we talk about in, our, in the group a lot um, is, is working through how is it that you work through traumas or the energy from traumas in order to keep this balance. And, and right. uh, some of these, you know, there's, we all go, I mean, we all have them. We don't even escape childhood without them. And then we pile them on and pile them on. Uh, so yeah, where do you go when you're piled on so darn thick? How do you help? How do you, how did you work? How do you work through? How did you work through your traumas? Yeah, well, I did. My daughter passed away. Um, my only child, <laughs> she mm. passed away. Um, her birthday's tomorrow. She oh. passed away in 2016. And, but I had my work, right? I had mm. this. Um, I guess I've always looked at, um, to me, I was always a searcher and looking for what will help me. That I, that always, I was always the, you know, when I took psychology, I was like, what can I do to help me and help others? And I think the most important thing is, is when you is just not giving up because things happen to every single person, but also Mm -hmm. what I'm good at, what I've always been good at is letting go, getting rid of my daughter used to say, mommy, (laughs) you just get rid of boyfriends. (laughs) I'm definitely better at letting go. <laughs> I never keep things. <laughs> Steve is like that too. You know, I mean, you know, we're, 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 there's some kind of confrontation. I mean, not now, but earlier on. And we've been together a couple of years. I'm like, this is, it's like, well, you know, there's a greyhound leaving every hour. I'm like, what? No, I know. <laughs> I was just laughing because that's like, I choose to let go. So if something isn't serving me, it's got to go. And so that also meant when I was a personal trainer and yoga instructor, you guys, I quit. I had to quit personal training. I went back to working in an office because I'm like, it's, I can't do it. I can't do it. My body's falling apart. I need to rest, recover. I stopped saying yes. I, I went inward. I started, I loved working out. I had to say goodbye to a super fit body. And that was a whole change in identity. I had no more friends. All my friends used to do adventure races, running, kayaking, mountain biking. 
I couldn't do any of it. So I wasn't hanging around them anymore. It was a huge change, but you, Mm -hmm. it's like, if I stay stuck to something, when you stay stuck to something, that's where the misery comes, right? Like if I stayed stuck and continually thought like, oh my God, I can't handle my daughter passed away. My only child, I'm never going to, I would have stayed there. Like, it's like, that's what I mean about letting go. It's like, it's not really letting go. It's like, you just constantly, we're constantly moving. We're constantly changing and evolving and moving to the next thing. There's no, you don't, you know, you, it's staying yeah. stuck and grabbing on and holding on to things we don't think we can live without or um, things we're afraid to let go of. That includes food. That includes right. food, that includes people, and that includes people pleasing. So it's like, getting serious and knowing that I get to take care of myself fully and completely. That other person gets to take care of themselves fully and completely. My mother, you know, because sometimes people have mothers that my mom's really good <laughs> that demand a lot of your time. Um, and when they're aging or if you have to take care of them, you have to take care of them. You know what I mean? But so we just, you know, you just got to be strong in who you are, love, respect yourself. And also, that other person gets to love and respect themselves. That's what I mean kind of about letting go. You have to let go of your attachment, attachment to please, attachment to controlling others. And, you know, I hear someone who's like, oh, well, I need to do all this stuff. My family won't do it. Or they expect me to do it all. I'm like, well, whose problem is that? Right. Which brings us back. That's the number one regret. Of, of people that are passing away if if we're fortunate enough to have time to reflect um yeah I it, mean, it's good oh sorry yeah i don't even know what i was talking about but the balance thing is like i just think of it as body mind soul what you're eating if you want you know getting outside fresh air exercise you know all that Um, then your mind, what are the thoughts you think? What are the, you know, what are the feelings you are feeling? What are the beliefs you have? And, you know, I must do it all. Women should be doing this. Um, I have to put myself last. I'm a bad wife. I'm a bad mother. I'm a bad friend. If I don't think, if I think of myself first, that's terrible. Um, Our conditioning, our programming, and then looking at your soul, like what is, what do, what do I crave to do? What does my soul want? What feels so good? What brings me joy? What brings me happiness? And so that each day, if you're eating food that nourishes your body, <laughs> if you're moving your body, because if you sit all day in an office, you know, go for a walk or do some stretching, do a bit of yoga, it can only take 10, 20 minutes if you want. So each day, and then if you, and then you do something that brings you joy, feeds your soul, what feeds your soul, right? like um, reading angel cards or reading the Bible or listening to Jen's videos, you know, things like that. What feeds your soul? Do something every single day for those three things. Cool. And, and just so uh, a note on self-discipline for all of this. What, what, how, um, what self-discipline habits do you have or how, how would you, how important is it, I suppose, is, uh, to not let yourself down continuously? 
Oh, it's everything. It's the most important thing. You are the most important thing in the world. Absolutely. Number one. Right. Everybody, and, they, and everybody is. <laughs> so we think of it, right? Like I'm the most important person. My sister's the most important person in her life. Her husband, he's the most important in his life. Like if each person truly did what was best for themselves, everybody would be better. Right. And I'm not talking about a disabled child that you got to take. You know what I mean? We have to take care of them, right? Like that's part of it. But you also take care of you, right? It's just um, discipline is absolutely. And discipline comes, I think, when you are doing, when you have your whys, like I'm doing this because I'm disciplined with healthy eating because my belief is if I don't eat healthy, I'm going to lose my freedom. So what's really important to you, right? So for somebody, if family is really important to them, being there for their kids, helping, then they better, taking care of themselves better be number one. Because if you're not taking care of yourself, your kids are going to end up taking care of you, which is fine. But that may horrify somebody who's like thinking they need to take care of their kids. You know what I mean? Right. Like if someone says, I, but I got to do this for my daughter, I got to do this for, and I don't have time for me. Well, what's going to happen if you get so sick and all of a sudden you're living in your daughter's house and your daughter's bogged down by you, right? Like that's not going to feel good. That's going to feel terrible for the person who always thought they needed to take care of someone else. You know what I mean? Like, I think we think one thing is more noble but it might completely backfire. Yeah, I think it might've been Zig Ziglar. I'm not positive who it was. One of the late greats for sure said, you take care of you for me and I'll take care of me for you. Because anybody that's taking care of anybody uh, knows knows what a what a total burden that is. Diana, thanks for sharing um, about your your passing of your daughter. you got a lot of hearts and a lot of love oh, over thanks. here from a lady. So um, Eileen says she'd like more information on your uh, two-week, a 21-day program. Does this program also detox? You'll get links to all her information, and she has all different kinds of programs. Sometimes one's going on. Sometimes another one's going on. Yeah, I have uh, a, um, I have a, a two-month started, just started this week, so there's still time, <laughs> two months. And um, so that's what I got going on right now, a two month. And sometimes I do shorter ones, but um, yeah, if anybody's interested, they could also have a call with me. Then a free call. Yeah. And there's no obligation or cost because I do not want someone in my program who doesn't want to be there. So don't worry. I will never convince anybody. Nothing's right. Worse, right? right. Uh, it's better that if someone wants to, but to find out information and I do one, you can just buy a one session. You can buy two sessions. It's all good. Yeah, there's many ways. But um, oh, discipline. Let's just mention discipline for a minute. Mm -hmm. Yes, discipline is needed. And and discipline in my programs, we do like a daily checklist where each day you decide of the week that you're going to commit to doing something, right? Like, okay, I'm going to have two smoothies every day. So just for one week, you think about for one week, I'm going to have two smoothies every day just for one week. I'm going to spend five minutes in the morning doing something I love and I'm going to walk for 10 minutes. Example, right? So for that week, you do those things every day. 
and that develops discipline. So basically discipline, yes, needs to be developed sometimes. Um, and you just start out by committing to something and following through. Even if that's every day, I'm going to have one salad for one week. That's what I'm going to do every day. I'm going to have at least one big salad for a week. That's developing discipline. So don't start with trying to do 24 things. <laughs> just start with a couple. And in my programs, we work on the one week at a time. Then you build faith, trust, and belief in yourself. Yes, I can follow through. Yes, I can do what I say. I trust myself. Yeah, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I enjoy your groups. Um, uh, so do you want to talk about this program as we wrap up here? Or is there anything else that you'd like to say? Don't want you to leave and say, I wish I'd have said that. What's well, in your heart? I know. Let's see what someone says. Thanks for a minute. Anybody have any more questions now that I've just mentioned that? Is there any more questions or things you wish I don't get off and say, I wish you would have talked about. So <laughs> make sure you say, could you please talk about something if you want and to me to talk about something. Okay. Yeah, I have, there's just, uh, well, we're all kind of, I just wanted to know like, what was the, what's your most common, your clients, what's their most common challenges? Okay, Vice Kim, thanks for coming by. Um, I think it's, I'd say most come with me with weight problems, yeah. Wait, but the number one issue is really mindset. It's always the mind. It's always the mindset. Usually, always, because um, you can learn how to eat right for this. Anybody who's been in my programs, Cheryl, Karen, Kimberly was, Stephanie was off, Jen. How fast does it take you to learn the food? Well, yeah, one week, maybe, maybe. And that's if you, you know, there's tons of tons of recipes. I haven't even. Yeah, I give you lots of recipes, but to learn. Really, but also you work on learning what's right for you as a person. So you can learn kind of the basics of the food. And then we work on finding the food that works for you, the way of eating, because some people are vegan, some people eat more meat, some people need more good lean protein, some people don't. So that's what we work through. But um, I don't even know what. <laughs> it's a lifestyle change, though, for sure. Um, yes. Uh, I, I believe that your. Um, your guidance really helped me with one of the puzzle pieces, but you know, there's a lot to it. Um, and, and you can't, you can't compartmentalize these things. Um, no. And I think that's the biggest thing is you, people come to me saying, if I lose this weight, I will feel better and thinking that everything will be better. But then why haven't you been able to, it's, you know, once you know the food basics, most of the time it's on again, off again, on or off. My mindset gets in the way I sabotage. I people please. I don't have boundaries. Mm. I stress eat. I emotionally eat uh, or also trying to be too strict, right? Like I can't do this anymore. Cause I find, I just want a piece of chocolate cake, you know, well, chocolate cake doesn't mean you failed. <laughs> right and so for Jen too it's like it's not a diet it's it's eating healthy you're eating anyways you might as well eat healthy there's 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 no end it is it is it's a total and now it's just so interesting how you evolve if you let yourself get past the start point that's a whole thing is we we try it for a little while and then 
we're back. We never get past this little part of making a making a breakthrough, really. Um, but um, yeah, it's uh, we could really probably talk about this for a very long time. Um, yes, thank you so much, ladies, for being on and being here for the whole hour celebrating all of you. That's fantastic. Yeah, for sure. And um, so. Diana, you want to describe your free gift for everybody, and then sure. we can. Uh... Some of the ladies have it, so, so some of them are in my programs. But what I've done is um, start your day the healthy way. I've given the recipes and just a couple ideas for starting your day, and then I have um, it's you sign up, and then you get directed to the website, and it has a video on a breathing grounding meditation. That's not very short, very sh quite short. And creation journaling, a way to journal to create your life. <clears throat> so I have a, that's on a page and it has. So you get the recipes for the morning and then you get um, access to a couple of videos that are really good morning routines or rituals or anytime you need to just calm your nervous system, do some relaxing breathing. And then one is I love journaling and but in a way where you are really setting some strong intentions and creating your life like really creating a powerful, positive life. So that's what I include too. Mm -hmm. So um, we will send out an email to everybody that has registered and you'll get the link to her to these things. And so you can you can retrieve it that way. Diana, do you want to lead us in a closing uh Breathing thing, breathing or meditation, or I love how I you do this. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yes, this is what part of the little grounding meditation. So we're just going to all get a feel of this. So sitting up straight, tall, shoulders back and down. And when you've had a stressful day, it doesn't matter when you've had any day and you're around people, especially. You want to release some of that energy. So if you take an inhale, deep inhale into your nose. Then exhale through your mouth. Just forcefully exhale and get rid of some of that energy, nervousness, anxiety that's within you. <clears throat> Inhaling through the nose, exhaling forcefully through the mouth and just really focus on releasing, 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 letting go. <clears throat> you can shake, you can move a bit. You can move your neck as you're breathing. Breath is the number one way to um, calm your nervous system. And then you'll notice your breath will start to slow down. So you're going to inhale for about four. And then exhale for about six, a count of six. Inhale for four through your nose. And then as you exhale, you're going to bring the energy down, down, down through your body, letting go, releasing any stress, bringing it down, down into the center of the earth. Exhaling your worries, your fears, your doubts, your anxiety down into the center of the earth and leaving it there. And then 
Inhale deeply the loving, grounding Earth's energy up within your body, inhaling into your body. And then as you exhale, bringing everything back down, 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 down into the center of the earth, releasing, letting it all go. Inhaling the loving earth's energy, its safety, security, love. Inhale it deeply into your body. And then again, releasing, letting go, relaxing your shoulders, the muscles of your face, your jawline, let it all go, release, release, release down into the center of the earth. Inhale in again, the beautiful earth's energy up into your body. Breathe in deeply, bringing in some good oxygen and exhale, exhale one more time all the way down to the center of the earth. And then bring that beautiful earth energy up through your body. This time you're going to bring it right up through your crown chakra, up into the atmosphere, up above to beautiful white light. And then bring that beautiful white light down into your body, filling up and rejuvenating, replenishing every cell of your body. And just feeling that warmth of that beautiful white light coming into your body. And then inhale again, bring your energy up, 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 up above your head, looking upwards into this beautiful sparkling light. And then exhale and allow that light to come down, down, down into your body, rejuvenating, replenishing, healing every cell of your body. One more time, you're going to inhale up, bringing the energy up, lengthen your spine, inhaling, looking up, beautiful white light coming right down. And this time it's going to Go down through your whole body, energizing, lighting up every cell of your body, and then bringing that down, down through your legs, through your feet, into the center of the earth. And then bring that loving earth's energy and love and light into your body. Once again, inhaling deeply, bringing it up into your heart, expanding to your heart center, inhaling deeply through your chest, and then exhale from your chest and heart out far from your body, extending into the universe. Then inhale the beautiful universal energy. Inhale deeply into your heart center, expanding to your chest, widening and opening up as you inhale. And as you exhale, exhale out into the universe from your heart, extend your beautiful energy far, 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 far away from you. And then one more time, inhale the beautiful universal love and light energy, bring it in to your heart center, into your chest, expanding fully. And then you're going to exhale this down and ground it all down into the center of the earth throughout your whole body, grounding it down, down, down. And then return to your breath, inhaling for four. Exhaling for six, hand on your heart, connect to your body. Feel your body relax with each exhale. Letting go, letting go, letting go. Inhaling deeply. And as you exhale, your shoulders relax, your eyes relax, the muscles of your jaw relax, and just let it all go. 
And you can say anything you need to hear, hand on your heart. I am loved. I am loving. I am worthy. I am deserving. Everything is always working out. I am fully supported. I am perfect just the way I am. Feel your heart, feel your chest, feel your body, feel your breath. And then open up your eyes. Thank you. And you should feel a little calmer. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was beautiful. All right, ladies, uh, you have a great program, Diana. Awesome, so great, thanks. She loves journaling also. Got a lot of great comments. Thank you so much, Diana, for sharing with us this evening. Everybody, I'm assuming tomorrow is, not tonight, tomorrow, uh, will be. I'll send the email out to everybody that registered. Um, and you should have received this link today. So uh, as a reminder, so um, that's the email list that will receive the contact for Diana to retrieve that PDF and all her contact information. My information as well will be in there, but you already know that one. So thanks. Yeah. Just what I needed after work, Michelle says. Uh, Any final thoughts, Diana? Anything? I just want to say thank you, Jen. Thank you so much thank for you. doing this and all the work you do. If you know if you guys, Jen, Daily Vibes with Jen, Zen Jen is a wonderful <laughs> Facebook group to join. She does amazing videos. Um, and my group is Women Creating Healthy Lives. Yeah, so our right. groups is where we hang out, right? That's where we tend it to. It is. And yeah. I think, I think uh, I, I mean, honestly, I try to turn a lot of people onto yours because I do think you have great information to share. I really do. Well, you uh, do. I know it's, it's do done me wonders. Healing works. Well, there's, there's all kinds of parts to it. Wellness, wellness. Yes. Absolutely. Wellness, wellness wholeness balance oh, yes remember God. you are number one and don't be ashamed to say that you saying you're number one it does not mean someone else isn't also right it doesn't mean your kids aren't important it doesn't mean your husband's not important it doesn't mean all those things in your life are important not at all <clears throat> yeah so be good to yourself treat yourself well and love yourself for sure amen to that <laughs> thanks everyone Thank Thanks you so everyone much for showing up. It was so nice. It was such a fun. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you, Diana. Well, thank, thank you. you so much. <laughs> All right. Bye, okay. everyone. Bye. Bye, ladies.